Blog Talk Radio. Hey, if you're looking for informative educational sports radio and not the same banter and questions and egos for hours and hours, then Sports Beat, your alternative, is next as part of Mountain Meadow Productions. Stay tuned. Productions and Sportsbeat Radio, this is Sportsbeat, a provocative, insightful, informative, and educational show that we hope will educate the sports listener to the specific of sport. With interviews, analysis, and a comprehensive look at the topics we feel will be appealing to the listener, and with that said, we're not just your average call-in, same subject, same question, over and over sports radio, but we like to think of ourselves as informative and educational radio. So why not sit back, and for the next 30 minutes or so, we hope you'll find the program informative, educational, and above all, enjoyable. And with that said and done, this is Sportsbeat, and we're coming at you live, and I'm your host, John Spoulos. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to this Tuesday program, the 17th day of May 2022. Thanks for joining us on this segment once again on Sports Beat Radio Talking Sports. And today we're going to be talking about the top 25 or so sports records that, in our view, will never be probably broken. Of course, you know, sports records, they always say that records are made to be broken. And, you know, when you look at some of the records, you know, I remember back in the 1968 Mexico City Games, uh, where Bob Beeman had his long jump, and uh, many people thought that that would be a record that would never be broken. Ten years later, Mike Long broke his record. Now, you know, another great record, of course, and we're going to be talking about this one because it's it's a fabulous record that probably truly won't be broken, and that was Will Chamberlain's 100-point game in Hershey, Pennsylvania on March 2nd, 1962. You know, it's interesting because anybody who is associated with the NBA who is older now said they were at that game. And uh, there were only about 4,600 fans at that game. Uh, The NBA was still in somewhat its infancy then. It hadn't really taken off as it has now. Uh, 62, there was a lot of uh, smaller teams in the league. Uh, like Syracuse and Rochester and Fort Wayne uh, that gave way to bigger cities because the NBA wanted to expand into the larger cities, which would meant more fandom uh, for the league. So that is a record that uh, truly is remarkable when you look at the past uh, several decades with some of the great scorers in the league, like Larry Bird and you know LeBron James and Kobe and just go on and on and on. Um, and they haven't been able to do it. You know, Devin Booker a few years ago had 70 uh, against the uh, Boston Celtics at TD Garden in a losing effort. That's when the Suns were the doormat team. Uh, you know, uh, Kobe and uh, Michael Jordan both had uh, in the 80s at one point, but they didn't get 100. And that's a uh, remarkable time when you had all these great shooters uh, in the league, particularly now that you have so many uh, three-point shooters that are able to hit and still have not been able uh, to equal that mark 
of uh, the great Wilt Chamberlain. So uh, we'll take a look now at the top 25 sports records that will never be broken. So they say records, as I said, will never be broken or not meant to be broken or or meant to be, whatever you want to say. And not all of them, but some records will stand the test of time, immortalizing the players, coaches, and teams that accomplished the achievements. So in compiling this list, we tried to encompass as many sports as we could rather than just stick to the big four. And you'll see some NASCAR, some horse racing and cycling records in the pages ahead. And keep in mind that this list is uh, just opinion. I'm sure you'll have your own, uh, and uh, it's not fact, although many of these records you will find on many unbreakable sports records lists. So the following 25 records are not ranked in any particular order. They are the 25 most improbable broken records in sports, and if one of them does ever actually get broken, uh, I'll be the first one, we will be the first one to uh, eat crow, as they say, but uh, I like my chances on this. So the first one would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers losing streak, and uh, that is there uh, is to say about the 76-77 expansion seasons for the Bucks, quarterback by current South Carolina quarterbacks, uh, Gamecocks, or who was formerly uh, Steve Spurrier. The Bucks lost an NFL record 26 games in a row. They won the final two games in their second season, and all of Tampa Bay rejoiced. The 2008 and nine Detroit Lions tried to make a run at that record, but came up short uh, to the relief, certainly, of the city of Detroit, losing 19 in a row. And in 2001, Carolina Panthers lost 15 games in a row to round out the three longest losing streaks in NFL history. Walter Johnson throws 110 career shutouts. You know, we think about pitchers of today and uh, you know, Garrett Cole and, uh, you know, Nolan Ryan of the past and all these great pitchers, Juan Marichal and Gibson and all those players. But what Cy Young and Walter Johnson did on the mound cannot be discredited despite pitching in a different era. So Johnson was truly a power pitcher, <coughs> excuse me, and he fanning more than 3,500 batters during his 21-year career with the Washington Senators and throwing an unfathomable 110 sh- shutouts. So the righty was the lone member of a 3,000 strikeout club for over 50 years until Bob Gibson joined the club in 1974. Johnson led the league in strikeouts a major league record 12 times. Pitchers Roger Clemens, 46 shutouts, Randy Johnson, 37, Greg Maddox, 35, were the only recent pitchers in all-time top 100 career shutout list. Johnson is also the second on the all-time win list with 417 behind Young. His 110 shutouts is truly an unbreakable record. Now, this was one that we really wanted to mention, but we have to take it off because of the cheating that went on. That was Lance Armstrong's seven consecutive Tour de France races. Now, we know that uh, we should dispel this, but at the time, it was considered you know, monumental, unfathomable. And so it's hard to find a more inspirational figure in sports over the last 20 years than Lance Armstrong before, of course, he was caught. And the cyclist won his record seven straight from 99 uh, to 2005 Tour de France races after having survived cancer. And while four other cyclists have won the Tour de France five times, nobody will ever win the race seven times in a row. And then, of course, the uh, questions and subsequent uh, admittance of his uh, doping uh, which made him less than desirable. But at, the, at that point, it was considered Armstrong would be the greatest cyclist of all time. And we move on to Cy Young's 511 wins. You let that sink in during his 22-year career. 
Young won 511 games. The next closest pitcher is Walter Johnson, who is 94 games behind Young's mark. And you credit Young's record to the fact that he played in a different era. Uh, in, 19, in 1890, for the Cleveland Spiders, Young retired in 1911 for the Boston Rustlers. The Cleveland Spiders, by the way, gave, name, uh, gave way to the Cleveland Indians. They were actually named Spiders before that. They became Indians in uh, tribute to one of the Indian players who was sensational that played for Cleveland, and they changed their name to the Indians because of that. It had nothing to do with uh, the current political correctness of, uh, you know, not pissing people off. Uh, it had nothing to do with the Indian tribes at all. And it was actually, if you look it up, it was because of uh, this particular Indian uh, great star who played for the Spiders, and they changed their name. So pitchers back then did not pitch every five days like they do in modern era. The, they pitched with much more frequency and less rest in between starts. In fact, Young threw over 350 innings 11 times during his career, also started more than 40 games 11 times. And Young's record will never be approached. In fact, Johnson, who was second with 417 career wins, will never be threatened for silver. Young, whose name now bears the award given annually to the top pitcher in National and American League, will stand the test of time, as will his record. Then, of course, one of my favorite athletes of all time, and um, he's not really human, and that was Secretariat, one of the great, 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 uh, what you might say, athletes, if you want to say that, of all time. His 31-length victory at the 1973 Belmont Stakes. Big Red, they called him, entered the starting gate at Belmont on June 9, 1973, with four other horses lined up next to him, and they were not all together at the finish. Secretariat blew by rival Sham, as well as twice a prince. My gallant and private smiles en route to the largest margin of victory in history of the Belmont Stakes, 31 lengths. The win gave Secretariat the Triple Crown, becoming the ninth horse in history to accomplish the feat. Secretariat went off as a 1-10 favorite, so the win was expected. And still 31 lengths, the margin of victory broke Triple Crown winners Count Fleet's 1943 mark of 25 lengths. The Secretary had also broke another record in the process, that of the fastest mile and a half on dirt in history, with a time of 2.24. The record still stands. Secretariat's record margin of victory in the Belmont Stakes has never been approached, nor will it ever. Big Red remains one of the greatest racehorses, if not the greatest of all time. And, um, you know, it's interesting because I had interviewed um, the jockey who ran uh, Secretariat, Ron Turcott, who was uh, injured, actually crippled in a, uh, a horse race later. Uh, he told me that he thought that Secretariat was the greatest horse race, uh, horse uh, of all time, the greatest thoroughbred, I should say. Uh, Secretariat's uh, picture adorns our studio here with Ron Turcott's uh, signature, as well as his saying, you are looking at the greatest racehorse of all time. What a horse he was, uh, the great secretariat. Uh, Bob Gibson pitches a 1.12 ERA in 1968. We forget how good he was. It's hard to fathom just how dominant he was in 68 if you were not alive at the time. 68 became known as the year of the pitcher, and Gibson was the best of the best. He, his earned run average of 1.12, a live ball era record. He threw 13 shutouts that season. He pitched 47 consecutive scoreless innings. Opposing batters had a batting average of 
8-4 against Gibson that season. And during the postseason, Gibson recorded 17 strikeouts against the Detroit Tigers during Game 1 of the 1968 World Series, another record that still stands today. Gibson's season was so good that Major League Baseball decided to lower the pitcher's mound by five inches the following season, as well as altering the strike zone. And he remains one of the greatest pitchers of all time, a nine-time All-Star. He accumulated 3,117 strikeouts during his career, won two Cy Young Awards, was named the National League's Most Valuable Player in 1968 and won two World Series, and he was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame in 1981, his first year of eligibility. Richard Petty's 200 NASCAR wins, the king they called him, the title is well-deserved for Richard Petty, who was without question the greatest NASCAR driver of all time. Petty won 200 races in the modern and pre-modern eras of NASCAR. He also had 712 top 10 finishes during a career that spanned over three decades. Petty's best season came in 1967 when he won an astounding 27 races and at one point got the checkered flag in 10 straight races. So why is Petty's 200 career wins unbreakable? Well, the next closest driver is David Pearson, 105, and the third closest is Jeff Gordon at 85. So hail to the king. Joe DiMaggio's 56-game hit streak. The Yankee Clipper, as they called him, in 1941, he recorded a hit in 56 consecutive games. Jolton Joe, as they called him, the Yankee Clipper, as they called him, a record has only been seriously threatened a handful of times in the 71 years since. Pete Rose came closest, getting his streak to 44 back in 78. And more recently, Jimmy Rollins, of all uh, players, was able to hit safely in 38 straight games in 2005 and 6, while Chase Utley in 2006 and Luis Castillo in 2002 were both able to reach 35 games. DiMaggio is one of the greatest baseball players of all time, and he may not be the greatest ever, although some say differently, but his record just might be. John Stockton, 15,806 career assists, legendary Utah Jazz star uh, guard John Stockton makes this list thanks to his uh, 15,806 career assists. That's 10.5 per game. And the product of Gonzaga, the university ran the pick and roll as well as any point guard in history, thanks, of course, to Carl Malone's help. And the 10-time NBA All-Star led the league in assists an astounding nine times from 87 through 1996. The next closest players to Stockton are Jason Kidd and Steve Nash, and both still more than 4,000 assists away. Neither as many years left, of course, uh, in their basketball careers at that time. And so Stockton goes down as one of the greatest point guards of all time, and his record probably will never be broken. Cal Ripken Jr.'s consecutive game streak. You don't get the nickname Iron Man for nothing. From May 30th, 1982 to September 19th, 1998, Cal Ripken never missed a game. A streak of 2,362 consecutive games played is the most in Major League Baseball history. He passed New York Yankees great Lou Gehrig of 2,130 in 1995 and then just kept going. Only six players other than Ripken in MLB history have played in more than 1,000 consecutive games. Uh, and the Iron Man, indeed. Byron Nelson single-season PGA Tour wins in 1945. Byron Nelson, who was a star then uh, in that era, won 18 of 35 PGA Tour events, including one stretch where he won 11 straight. Both records are still yet to be broken, and they probably never will. Some discredit the record, as in 45, the tour was weakened somewhat because of World War II. However, Sam Snead and Ben Hogan 
we're still on tour, and to win more than half of the events you participate in is still an incredible accomplishment. Tiger Woods had this to say, what Byron accomplished that goes down as one of the great years in history of our sport. Barry Bonds' single-season home run record, which most people don't agree with now because of the steroid era, but like it or not, he's recognized as the all-time home run champion, 762 career home runs, which is seven past Hank Aaron, who he passed in 2007. Bonds' 762 mark uh, could have been broken close with Alex Rodriguez and, of course, uh, the great Albert Pujols come to mind as potential candidates, but will never be broken, though, is Bonds' mark of 73 in a single season. Bonds accomplished a tremendous feat back in 2001, breaking Mark McGuire's previous mark of 70. It was interesting because I had seen Barry Bonds play several times, and almost every pitcher walked him. They just didn't want to throw to him. He was just unbelievable, uh, but, of course, diminished with the steroid era. Wayne Gretzky's single-season points record, Already on this list is the King and the Iron Man. Now we have the Great One, as in Wayne Gretzky, arguably the greatest player ever to lace up a set of skates and step foot on a hockey rink. He averaged 1.92 points per game throughout his career while winning nine league MVP awards. In 85-86 season, he scored an unfathomable 215 points, and he had 1,963 career assists, which equals more total points than any other player has accumulated in the history of the game. Oscar Robertson's 61-62 triple-double season. And younger fans today would forget how great Oscar was. The Big O, as they called him, remains one of the top five players ever to lace up a pair of sneakers. In 61-62, Robinson, uh, Robertson averaged 30.8 points per game, 11.4 assists per game, and 12.5 rebounds per game, becoming the only player to this day in NBA history to average a triple-double over the course of an entire season. And then, of course, we get to uh, my favorite, next to Secretariat, my favorite uh, single-handed achievement, and that was Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game. As we said, on March 2nd, 62, Wilt Chamberlain scored 100 points in the Philadelphia Warriors. Unbelievable score, 169-147 win over the Knicks. Chamberlain that season averaged 50.4 points per game, another record that will stand the test of time is the most dominating player ever to play in the NBA, and no player will ever score 100 points in a game again. Probably not. Uh, the next closest effort was Kobe Bryant, who scored 81 back in 2006. Uh, Chamberlain, who scored 78 points during a game in the 61-62 season. Uh, and the next closest to that, yep, it was Chamberlain again at 73. The record is yours, Wilt. Uh, I still remember him holding up that uh, piece of cardboard with 100 on it. An unbelievable feat. Nolan Ryan's career strikeout record. During the Major League record 27-year baseball career, uh, Ryan built quite a Hall of Fame career. He racked up 5,714 strikeouts for his career, and it helps when you know how to throw a ball over 100 miles an hour. He was also seven career no-hitters, uh, although he never threw a perfect game. Another Major League record that is likely to be on. Broken. John Wooden's NCAA championships at UCLA, the Wizard of Westwood, owes much of his success to the players he had at UCLA. Lou Alcindor, of course, the uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Bill Walton, just to name two. Still, John Wooden left his mark on college basketball as one of the greatest coaches of all time. He wouldn't won an astounding 10 NCAA national championships during his 12-year period. And at 1.17 in a row, within this period, he also won a record 88 games in a row 
and was named Coach of the Year six times. No coach will ever approach the legendary number of championships that wouldn't want his legacy is, in no question, cemented for all time. And then, of course, you had Pele, the great soccer star. Before Messi and Ronaldo, there was Pele. I had the uh, opportunity to see Pele back in the uh, 70s play at the tail end of his career for the New York Cosmos of the North American Soccer League up in uh, uh, Giant Stadium in New Jersey. Uh, the Brazilian superstar is one of the greatest players ever to play the game. He notched a record 760 official goals and 1,281 goals overall. Uh, Reuters News dubbed him Athlete of the Century in 1999. While younger fans may certainly relate to Messi, Ronaldo, and Beckham, there's no question that Pele helped pave the way. Michael Phelps, 14 gold medals. Makes the list because he was he won 14 gold medals at the Olympic Games. Four Olympians have won gold nine times, while six Olympians have won seven. And at the time, the 26-year-old has won 16 Olympic medals overall. Phelps has been named World Swimmer of the Year six times. This is an unbreakable record for two reasons. The first is that the Olympics are only once every four years. For an athlete to approach Phelps' mark, he or she has to compete in most likely at least three Olympic Games. And the second reason is that Phelps is not done. The swimmer plans to compete uh, again, of course, as we knew in 12, uh, 2012 in the London Games, meaning 14 may not be the record much longer. Jerry Rice's career receiving yards, <clears throat> without question, uh, the greatest wide receiver ever to play in the NFL and one of the top uh, players, period. I believe he came from a small college named Mississippi Valley State. Uh, you know, a school that uh, certainly NFL players don't come from, but you never know where your great talent will will be. Uh, Rice's numbers speak for themselves. Rice is an all-time NFL leader with 208 touchdowns. He was selected to the Pro Bowl 13 times and named All-Pro 12 times in his 20 NFL seasons. He won three Super Bowl rings playing for the 49ers. His 1,549 career receptions are well ahead of Tony Gonzalez. The record, though, that will never be broken is Rice's 22,895 career receiving yards. The mark is almost 7,000 yards ahead of his former 49ers teammate, Terrell Owens. Uh, Rice's legacy speaks for itself. Most of his records will probably not be broken. Johnny Vandermeer throws back-to-back no-hitters, and you were there in 1938. Well, if you were not there, then you missed Johnny Vandermeer do something quite special for the Cincinnati Reds. He threw back-to-back no-hitters after shutting down the Boston Braves on June 11th of that season. The Southpaw came back four days later and did the same thing in Brooklyn Dodgers in the first-ever night game at historic Ebbets Field. Vandermeer only lasted 13 seasons in the league and compiled 119 and 121 record, but this consecutive no-nos gives a record that will never be broken. Vandermeer is not a Hall of Famer. But he will be in baseball's history books forever. Ricky Henderson's stolen base record. Nobody said it like Ricky. Lou Brock was the symbol of great base stealing. But today, I'm the greatest of all time. Kind of reminds you of Muhammad Ali. But Henderson, a great accomplished base stealer whose career spanned four decades. He passed Lou Brock, the great Lou Brock of the Cardinals, to break the stolen record in 1991 in his 939th stolen bag. To go along with his 1,406 steals, Henderson also owns the post-1900 era record with 130 stolen bags in one season. Henderson also has the record for most career runs scored at 2,295, and uh, what a record he has. Martin Brodeur's win total and counting 
Well, Martin Brodeur is the gold standard when it comes to goaltending. He spent his entire 19-year career with the New Jersey Devils and owns pretty much every important NHL goaltending record. Brodeur is the only goalie in NHL history with eight 40-win seasons. His win total currently sits at 656, and his shutout total is at 119. The win record in which he passed Patrick Waugh's previous record of 551 wins in 2009 is impressive when you consider how long Brodeur has played and been able to stay consistent without getting hurt. And most goalies today only play in about 70 of their uh, team's games. Brodeur continued to play at a high level even at age 41. Brodeur's mark will never be broken again because who knows when uh, he would have actually called it a career. Well, he finally did, and of course, he was an executive with the St. Louis Blues uh, in the uh, National Hockey League who are currently playing the uh, Colorado Avalanche in the uh, NHL uh, playoffs. Montreal Canadiens win five straight Stanley Cups. One word can describe the Canadiens in the late 50s, and that was dominant. A member of the original six, the Montreal Canadiens have won 24 Stanley Cups by far more than any other NHL organization. And that is jaw-dropping accomplishment by itself. But not to be outdone is this, the Habs, as they call them, winning five straight cups from 55 to 56 to 59 to 60. The Islanders came close. They won four straight cups in a row uh, early 80s. And since then, no team has ever won more than two in a row. Today, there are too many teams to be able to string together five straight cups like the Habs did. Quite an accomplishment. The Boston Celtics, eight straight NBA championships. Today, two or three championships in a row is called a dynasty, but not for the Boston Celtics from 59 to 66. The Celtics simply dominated the NBA. It helps when you have the talent those teams had, led by Bill Russell, Bob Cousy, Casey Jones, and Hall of Fame coach Red Arback. The Celtics began the greatest dynasty in the history of professional sports. Of those eight consecutive championships, five came against the Lakers, still one of the fiercest rivals today. This record probably will never be broken since the Celtics' run of eight in a row. There have been uh, three three-peats. The Bulls did it twice in the 90s, and the Lakers did it once in 2000 and 2002. It's a record that will never be approached probably in any sport. So there you have uh, a look at some of the, uh, uh, you know, what we would consider – uh, greatest records uh, in in sports. And, you know, when you look at it, uh, we had to mention the Lance Armstrong, even though that's been stricken, only because it was such an accomplishment for him to have won that many Tour de France's. And uh, there were, uh, you know, kind of bends along the way with a lot of experts in the racing field who thought that maybe he was doing something that he shouldn't have done. And then, of course, he came clean and said that uh, he had taken uh, illegal drug to uh, promote his endurance, and he was taken off. But, you know, only if he was able to achieve that. The Tour de France, uh, just a brutal uh, cycling tour up mountains in France and down valleys and and sometimes in heat, it's a, uh, it's a wonder uh, that anybody can win it more than one or two times. But uh, nonetheless, he did. But I think still, you know, the 30-plus lengths that Secretariat had uh, in, their, uh, in his achievement as uh, a great uh, horse for the ages. And I think when you look at it, it is uh, something of marvel 
to see that a horse could have been that dominant in uh, horse racing. We haven't seen a horse like that since. And uh, there was a whirlwind and there was citation and there were several other horses uh, that were around then, but, uh, you know, none really equaled the prestige and uh, the love that people had for the great secretariat. Secretariat developed a hoof disease and was actually euthanized. He is the only horse that was buried whole. Most horses that are buried, they, um, they have the head and the hooves that they uh, uh, put into their uh, casket. But uh, because of the greatness of this horse, uh, Secretariat was buried whole uh, in Kentucky, uh, where most of the horses are uh, put, you know, as they uh, uh, go out to stud. So uh, the great Secretariat, of course, uh, uh, you know, Wilt Chamberlain's great uh, – feet of uh, 100 points in a game, uh, marvelous Walter Johnson, uh, you know, Barry Bonds, another uh, accomplishment, even though it was shaded by steroids. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, you know, it goes on. So that's a look at some of our uh, opinion as to some of the great records that may never be broken. Hope you enjoyed the show and learned a little bit. I'm sure you, all of you have some things, too, that uh, we didn't mention. And, of course, if you want to let us know, that's great. Sportsbeat's been a presentation of Mountain Meadow Productions and Sportsbeat Radio. Thanks for joining us today. All of you enjoy the upcoming sports. Baseball continues, the Stanley Cup uh, uh, playoffs now, and, of course, the uh, unbelievable game with the uh, – Mavs defeating and blowing out the favorite Phoenix Suns as they'll now take on the Golden State Warriors. Baseball moving, the USFL still cooking, lots of sports to watch. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great day and great sports. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for joining us.